What up, what up, y'all? My name is Kel. My name is Anna. And you're tuned into Cognac, Cupcakes, and Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, Cupcakes, and Stimulating Conversations. And we're striving. <laughs> because not just about us anymore. <laughs> not just about us anymore. <laughs> to promote awareness of issues affecting our community. community. In it's short, it's, it's, it's okay. It's I had a brain fart, y'all. We had a little break, you know. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But we is back. <laughs> we is back. We is back. Hey, y'all. <laughs> now, you know what's funny? Like, I was like, in my mind, I saw the words and I was like, no, that's not yeah. right. That's too soon to say mm-hmm. that line. And then I was like, no, it's too late. We're in it. We're in it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're recording earlier than we usually would. We're recording at brunch hours. So what I'm sipping on right now is some coffee straight up with creamer with my man. <laughs> Me and Dennis, we be saying, yo, our niggas. That's what we be calling stuff that we like. Oh, they got our niggas here. Our niggas are here. So so that's what I be calling several things in the grocery store. So I saw, you know, like my coffee creamer is the Toll House. Oh, you love that one. Brown (laughs) butter, chocolate chip, cookie, creamer. But that joint, my niggas is gone, man. I think my niggas are seasonal. I think my niggas are seasonal. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm trying to find a store, a Target. I know the Targets had them, the ones up by his job. So I was like, yo, if they have them, we're buying three. And, and freezing them. Freeze. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what I was doing. I was getting them two at a time and I would freeze them and I'm on my last one. And creamers, people may not realize this, but creamers actually go bad after two weeks. Mm-hmm. So um, after two weeks after opening it, of course. So I got about like a week left. Sometimes I be stretching it to the third week. I ain't gonna front. I be stretching it because this joint is so good. I don't have to go to no Starbucks or, or nothing, Jesus. So, <laughs> anyway, are you sipping on anything, my dear? Water. Okay. Yes, okay. I plan to go work out later on today because, you know, it's January. You know how we all try to do New Year, New Us. Well, not really New Year, New Us because I feel like I've been on the same tip since last year. But at mm-hmm. least I want to be more consistent with working yeah. out. So. I think it's all about, you know, I was thinking about that with, uh, and that's what today's show is about, y'all. I'm sure Kel will explain more yes. once we get to the talk topic. But, you know, I, I was thinking about that. My mother-in-law, most people know she's a pastor. And so for church, they've been talking about um, doing the three prayers a day. I know some people are doing, I think this is the time for the Daniel fast, right? Yes. A couple of people who are doing some fasts. I know the Daniel fast is typically in the beginning of the year. Uh, My Mm -hmm. friend Ray, she was doing a fast. It wasn't Daniel fast, but it was something similar. It was like a Mm -hmm. 10 day fast and -hmm. they only eat like one meal a day between a certain hour or something like that. But yeah, this is the fasting time. Right. I think that's what she's doing. Um, like similar to that. And we, they were talking about doing the three prayers a, a day, um, mm-hmm. to what the 9am, 12pm and the 6pm. And of course, working, sometimes you may have to adjust that, you know, um, if you have meetings and stuff like that. But I, I was thinking about it in depth and um, I, cause I made some like social media posts for her for it. And I was just like, you know, 
even in in the Christian world, like, you know, it's all about starting off your year with a good foot. So Mm -hmm. even if you don't believe in like resolutions and and stuff like that, it's like you do buy into that whole thing of restarting. I mean, for me, my birthday is on the 13th of January. So I'm always in that mode every year, the beginning of the year, because I'm like, let me tighten up. Let me tighten up a little bit (laughs) before the birthday. And me and Kel, we won't talk about it today, but we (laughs) We got some things planned. We got some things that we're planning to do together (laughs) that we may review for y'all next episode. (laughs) Some some methods for weight loss. We'll we'll definitely um, talk about it probably next episode. But anyway, uh, I feel like there was something else I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could talk about, you know, the end of the year for us. We had great um, Christmases and and um, New Year's. Um, we both stayed close to home, but we always oh, saw Color Purple. Yes, we did. We yes. did. We got to see the Color Purple, which was such a good movie. I saw it twice, and so did you. <laughs> um, yes. And it's funny because I know, like, typically that is one of those movies where it's very traumatic and... For some people, they're like, oh, I can't watch that movie more than once. Once is is good enough. But I really feel in my heart that this version was a lot lighthearted, more lighthearted than the original one. So I feel like it is something that you could kind of see more than one time. Definitely. It definitely was a lot more lighthearted. And I know at first I had my, my, my point of view on that, like where I was, you know, I'm sorry, I'm trying to turn. I'm trying to burn out this incense because it's starting to make me choke in here well, <laughs> it was cool at first listen no i understand i i literally set my vibe too before i we started so i was like oh i need to light a candle or yeah, something I lit because... my little candle yeah like, never mind i gotta give you and Gemma your birthday gifts but <laughs> yes i lit my candle we are the candle girls okay yes we are <laughs> um and i lit my aromatherapy i lit my little nag shampoo Mm. <laughs> incense or whatever that's one of my favorite scents and my two girl right here yes. Yes. <laughs> i had my nag shampoo going and um yeah it was just starting to choke me a little bit so i had to cut it I off it. when it's too close to the face you'd be like oh i'll be in meetings it'd be so funny sometimes i'll be meters and they see the smoke they're like is everything okay raquel and i'm like oh it's just my incense blowing. Oh, like in the video. Yeah, the video, video. All they see is the smoke yeah. just going yeah. Yeah. across the screen. Yeah. But yeah. Is your house on fire? Right. <laughs> no. No, I'm just trying to clean the energy from y'all. That's all. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, I, you know, Color Purple is my favorite movie of all time. Um, Friday is a close second. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so yes, I was very, you know, I was going into it excited, excited to see it just because the lineup that they had, I was like, oh, I know this is going to be good. So I wasn't negative, but I was, I was ready to critique and see what they were going to switch up. And there were some that I felt, I, I felt like some of the storyline was a little sped up, but I think that plays into what you said, Kel, about making things a little lighter. Mm-hmm. because yeah. the heavier they were even though I felt like I got a good cry out of those moments where things took a turn for the better for her because some of those other scenes were played out longer mm-hmm. um, I still got a good cry anyway right. <laughs> both times I got a cry right. when I went with y'all 
I felt that feeling of sisterhood with y'all. That's why we were all pink faced and <laughs> pink nose and puffy eyed or whatever when we left. Um, and we went, and it was so special because we went and saw it on New Year's Eve. And I just felt this feeling of like, I'm so glad I was with y'all. Yeah, on New Year's Eve. it felt like, good. I felt like that was really special. Um, and then when I saw it with my other good girlfriend, Sabrina. Um, you know, we don't see each other that often and we was really tight in college, but we still, you know, keep in touch and talk, but, um, we was super tight. And one of the things we used to watch all the time was color purple. So I was like, I gotta go with Sabrina. Mm -hmm. And so when I went with her at the end of the movie, I won't ruin it for people who haven't seen it, but there's just, you know, if you've seen the movie, basically the, at the end of the musical movie, the same thing happens, um, with some some other elements that were nice some nice additions um but the way that they sing that song that's not in the original movie they have this song that's actually in the musical that they sing and um uh it's called the color purple and um when they were holding hands and singing the song like the color purple where does that come from you know and it was and you know fantasia like my girlfriend Bemmy was saying fantasia gonna do it every time every single time every single time she gives every time she sings it's like she's singing total praise all over again and it's just like yes, yes. yes you feel it in the depths of your soul i don't know what video clip that is that they've used before where she just like <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. Her, that's how I be feeling. So, <laughs> but yeah, when when they were singing that song, and uh, I just felt this thing overwhelm me that I wanted to hold her hand, and so I held her hand. And it was funny throughout the movie, we're both critiquing it and and talking about stuff we didn't like or whatever, and stuff that we liked. But when we held hands on that part, she just held my hand so tight, <laughs> and I knew she was crying. Oh, yeah it was really sweet and she i saw her i saw from my peripheral her wipe her eyes eventually and then um you know the part where they're like i don't think we feel wait i don't think we that old i'm messing it up i know what you mean though this is the youngest we ever been and i thought about our friendship as well and how you know Man, if I would have held y'all hand, I really would have poured. <laughs> I would have been like a puddle <laughs> on that part. <laughs> you know, it was just beautiful. Like, and we just was there crying, sitting there holding hands, crying and stuff. And she was like, that was just really cleansing and therapeutic. <laughs> it was. I think it was a really great way to start off. Yes. Well, but end off the year. End to... off the year and start off the year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a good uh, wash away those years yeah. of trauma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful movie. Highly recommend everyone go see it. Um, men and women, you know, I know a lot of men, especially our age, don't bang with it, but I feel like older men appreciate it. Really? I I haven't really talked to like people our age who talked about it, but that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. I guess, you know, it's like Handmaid's Tale. I know a lot of men that don't bang with Handmaid's Tale. Uh, and so... Yeah. Huh? I, I didn't start it because, you know, you I hate... I like, watched it. 
I was so mad when Tammy, I was like, what the fuck does Anna have me watching? Like, why? Why am I watching this? But I was already in it, and it was like, I can't. I have to finish it. Like, did you I ever can't. finish the series? Did the series end? I think it, it ended, did. Right? The, and the crazy thing is, I did not finish that last season because I just couldn't. Like, I, 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 I kept hearing like that June was getting real annoying and entitled. Already and annoying. <laughs> so yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, I feel like it was something like she left. Sorry, spoiler alert. Like she left and she she could have been gone. Like almost like she had her kid to. I, I don't know if I'm making that up. So it's like semi spoiler alert. But I think what I heard on another podcast was that she was able to leave. She got her kid. Everything that finally happened, and she still was going back. And I guess she was being a, a you know an Avenger or whatever. Like she was gonna free everybody, but the way she was going about it was very elitist and and annoying but i don't know if i'll ever watch it. i might do like one of my little youtube deep dives and see like somebody break it down because i'm just like that's how i'm able to watch american horror story because i can't i can't actually watch american horror story i just i wanted to watch the kim kardashian one but I was like, nah, they be doing too much. Every time I feel like I'm like, oh, I'm good. I can handle this. They do something that freaks me out and then I can't sleep for a week. So I'd be like, no, you know what? No, no. You know your strengths. Um, you know your weaknesses. Know your strengths. Yeah. <laughs> well, know your strengths, Kelly. You yeah, talk about your strengths. So this week we are going to be talking about, it's kind of like our housewarming, you know, getting everything mm-hmm. together for the new year and talking about how we can kind of like interior decorate our life and, you know, how we can make spaces for new people and new opportunities. It's a new year. So a lot of people write out their different goals and the different things that they want to do or aspire to throughout the year. And we can talk about like, you know, how our alter ego fits into that. And even more so how the dynamic of us being not only just black women, but being black mothers <laughs> plays yeah. a role into how we decide to like portray ourselves inwardly and outwardly. So before we get into that, I wanted to ask you if you have any New Year's resolutions or goals that you're looking forward to in this 2024 year. Um, I would like to get therapy. Mm-hmm. Finally, I've been talking about that for probably like 10 years now <laughs> or mm-hmm. close to it. So that's a big goal of mine. Um, continuing because I and I say the word continuing because it's a journey throughout life. Mm hmm continuing to get my health in order and hopefully get to a a, a size um that <laughs> I am happy with mm-hmm. by this year because I do want to have another kid one day and I don't want to wait too long to do that but I would like to have a good foundation um starting off with the next uh pregnancy whenever that happens so I want to, you know, get it together this year so that whenever I'm ready to procreate again, I'm in a good physical state, um, fitness outside and inside. So that and getting my son, um, my son set up for success with, with school and, and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, like I, I, that's my goal. Oh, and financial health financial wellness if that's the right way to say Mm -hmm. it um all those things so I'm in a state of 
you know, let's get our shit back together and mm-hmm. let's work, let's let's grind, let's and not but happily grind. Not mm-hmm. not like depressed grind. I, I'm I'm ready to take what's mine, I guess. Yes. This year. That's what I feel. I feel like optimistic and excited to capitalize on whatever I need to capitalize and taking back what, what I think is mine. And taking what that. new is mine. Yeah. I love What's that for you. I definitely see you in that energy. Like, I, I think it already started manifesting from, I would say, even from like, really, I would say December is like when you were like, okay, no more. Yeah. Let's get this on. And like, you have continued to grow into that. So I'm really excited to see where you're going to be three months from now, six months from now, yes. and then at the end of the year, because I definitely see a major change. Yeah. yeah. I see a major I feel change. Like in the each season is going to just continue to build up, level yes. up. Exactly. Level and up. I think with that also is um, trying to just understand, you know, what that like making realistic goals for ourselves and not trying to, I know people talk, talk about using like the smart goal system and being very mm-hmm. specific, but I don't know if that's always working well for everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> and i think that, that works well for a, a strategic plan like a, a like a marketing plan but right for a human exactly <laughs> for a human being where like <laughs> life just happens and things like there's so many outside um forces or sources that things that you know impact how you live it, you, yes you can't really it's not always easy to quantify these goals to be super specific <laughs> yes um and we saw that with 2020 <laughs> yes <laughs> like everybody i think everybody had like lit. i'm achieving all this in 2020 vision and boom and you know with covid taking i'm sorry about my phone covid taking mm-hmm. another step up you know it's like it's trying to level up too again and it's like mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right yeah. so now we just like, gotta be smarter COVID right now so ugh. Yeah. And then full transparency for me, from my perspective, I kind of like this year has really been a struggle year for me to set goals. Um, Every year Mm -hmm. I try to do like a vision board and Mm -hmm. I have created a vision board. I'm looking at it right now. And, but yeah, further than me. (laughs) I feel like if I'm being transparent, yeah, I felt like it, I felt like it was a little forced. It didn't feel, um, as authentic I felt like okay maybe not as authentic is not the word that I'm looking for but I think it's more it felt very superficial and I wanted I wanted to usually my vision boards have a little bit more intention and Mm. and purpose and Mm -hmm. this year I'm really struggling with that you know so um Mm -hmm. like you one of the things that I really want to get into is therapy, which I start this week. I'm really, really excited about going back to therapy. Yeah. So hopefully that this will kind of help with some of those blockages that I'm kind of like trying to work through and something that I'm really struggling with is being comfortable with the person that I'm, I'm evolving to. I think a lot of transitions has happened and now I, I am a completely different person and I don't know how comfortable I am with that person. <laughs> not saying that I'm a bad person, but it's just, mm. it's not the Kel that I used to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, I get it. Like not being comfortable with like, a new version of yourself um, yeah a lot of people talk about not being comfortable with a new version of yourself physically which mm-hmm. I can attest to mm-hmm. but I think I have 
too changed as a person, maybe not as much as you. And I mean, for me, like our relationship, I don't see too much change. I see a, a, a lot of, a lot more confidence. <laughs> I see, um, you know, and that's just, I think because of a lot that all the stuff that you've been through and what you've come out of and your surgery and everything, I think it's, it's, it's normal that you would obviously have more confidence in yourself. Even your more than just, Oh, I look more like what I want to look like. Mm-hmm. I think mentally, you know, be, you feel probably stronger because you endured all of the pain and strife that you went through recovering from mm-hmm. that surgery, preparing for that surgery. That mm-hmm. was a lot of determination and um, tenacity and, and just you really were committed to the process. And um, a lot of people can barely commit to a diet, you know, um, mm-hmm. so I think that increased your confidence, whether you realize it or not, because you, you realize, wow, I could do it. I can do this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and of course it was very inspiring for all of us. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I guess you, maybe you've changed a little bit, but I, I don't know, like, you know, I don't work with you day to day. So you may have changed on the career front. Where would you say you've changed? Definitely on the career front. Um, definitely. I think also my personality and the things that I want and the things that I'm like, I'm going for, or just like my perspective on, um, what is conceived to be like my values, my personal values. I'm starting to like pay more attention to the things that I care about and the things that I don't care about. And it's, I don't know. I don't want to say it's unsettling, but it's, it's different. It's indifferent. And I want to explore mm. more as to where those feelings are you know, are coming from. I want to put emotions to the feelings as well, because that's something that I am trying to find the language to associate the feelings and the emotions to whatever the thing is. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot of change. So um, for that, yeah, back to the goals. For that, I definitely want to work on, you know, mental health, um, continuing maintenance when it comes to physical health. Um, I really want to travel more. I want to experience different experiences. Like I have a, remember back in the day when people used to create like summer bucket lists? I have Mm -hmm. like lists of things that I want to tackle before I start to like intertwine my life with other people. Um, And just, you know, just really be a me year. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Yeah. So, um, how are you making spaces for new opportunities? Um, wow. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have, I think I'm starting, uh, this is my gut response. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'm starting to open up I thought I was open before but I think I really am open to new opportunities and possibilities now after the year that I just went through mm-hmm. um you feel like it was like a shedding period like you had to like mourn some of the things that you wanted to do and have like to settle into that before you can actually make that space to be able yeah, to yeah I would say over. I'm open to the yes exactly I would say and let me know if I'm saying exactly what you're saying but I think I'm open to the possibility that my future 
may or my career i should say specifically may not look like what i thought it was going to look like um so yeah so and and it it could still be good and successful and pleasurable to me Mm -hmm. um it's just like going on a ride with god and um Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. like the side hustles and stuff like being open to things like maybe having a part-time job you know things like that i i think i'm a lot more open to that stuff now because of reality (laughs) and and now and i can shape those side time hustles so it doesn't have to be that i'm working in retail or something that i'm not super interested in it could be that i'm working in a bakery Mm -hmm. it could Mm -hmm. be something like that where i feel like it's enriching my spirit and and something that i'm actually also passionate about my other passions yeah let's tap into that a little bit more like as far as mm-hmm. like making because you touch on a really good point yes, uh, therapy right no but there was a good it was a good note that you were talking about when you mentioned the fact of like god's plan and both of us are very spiritual and in that sense and i think that is a, a excellent point to talk about is we can make all the plans that we want and then God will come in and be like, no, <laughs> and right. wipe it all away. And then having to sit with like, why? <laughs> and then, well, and, and if why, why not? And then it's like, so now what? And processing that whole process of it all. Like, yeah, for me, that's something I've been like disappointment with like wanting to go down a certain career path or going like lovingly up to a certain way. And you're like, I did all the work. I did everything that you asked me. You know, I talked to the right people. Why didn't this work out? Like it was a proof plan. Why didn't it happen the way that I expected it to happen? And you know, like I trusted you, I believed in you and I expected you to deliver. And then you didn't. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So, um, how like how did you how are you working through some of those conversations with God like I know that like you really got into your spiritual bed especially last year I would say last year into this year like you've really been like and I plan to continue that um straight Mm -hmm. up like even today we we gonna cut this podcast short because I gotta get ready for church but um, like, uh, I, I know that that's the one constant uh-huh. in my life and, um, the one comforting thing that gives me peace, even when things don't make sense. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm clinging to that. And, um, yeah, I think I did have to mourn it. And I think I'm out of a stage of mourning and feeling like I am genuinely, general, generally a optimistic person. I feel. I, I mean, I, I may you are. like, I may like be a realist in the sense of, okay, these are the possibilities that everybody may not show up to my birthday party. So what do we do? Like that's more of the planner in me. But um, so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I would say, mm-hmm. but um, I don't like to go down. I don't even like to say today's gonna be a bad day because I stubbed my toe on the edge of the bed. Right. Now, if several things happen, it's like I will think about it in my head, like mm, this might just be a day, you know. But um, we uh, even seen the movie Color Purple. That was something that kind of opened me up. I think my spirit up to like, wow, you know, 
people go through good people go through bad things Mm -hmm. you hear that all the time bad days bad months bad weeks bad years and everybody has their time every everyone has their season and i think i had a season and i'm ready to come out of that season now Mm -hmm. and i'm coming out of that season i think i thought i was open but i really feel a little more open now Uh to what Uh God's plan is. I thought I was open, but I think, I think deep down there were some things that I still was holding on tight to. Um, so yeah, I don't want to drag it. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. Your question, the way I'm dealing with it is being, trying to be more open and, um, staying prayed up. Yes. I think prayer definitely makes a difference. And honestly, just sitting in quiet and listening to mm-hmm. him talk to you and waiting for him to like give you confirmation i know me and you have talked in the past about like how, discernment. Mm-hmm. right yeah how we receive messages from god like i know i i receive it in a lot of dreams or mm-hmm. you know different Same. signs things we'll see like out here a conversation multiple times and i'm like okay clearly this is for me <laughs> you know from different yeah. sources or different things like that so i think for me it's definitely it's, it's a combination of those things and i think this year was 2023, not this year, because this is the new year, 2024. But um, in 2023, mm-hmm. I think I went through um, a moment where I felt like spiritually lost. And mm-hmm. I was really mm-hmm. trying to figure out like how to build back that connection with them. So even me growing up in the church and being the PK, but seeing mm-hmm. through my moments of lostness, even seeing you still being strong in your word, it definitely encouraged me as well Aww. to like get back into that connection and get back into that closeness with God again. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> so that's from the spiritual perspective. And now I'm going to lighthearted up a little bit and talk about mm-hmm. like what this new alter ego is, because I feel like both mm-hmm. of us are in a very similar um, era of life where we are trying to embrace this main character energy. And I'm loving that for the both of us. <laughs> yes. So um, what does your alter ego look like? Like if you had to describe her, what would she be? Maybe she's what we've been talking about for my birthday. Maybe she is the Jaguar. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that is it. Mm. I think I'm discovering that right now in this moment. She is the Jaguar. And y'all know I love me some Victoria Monet. Yes, we're we're Jaguars over here. (laughs) (laughs) Even the, the, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Even the whole thing of how she told the story about the song on my mama um, and how she didn't feel like that when she recorded that, that song. And she had to pull from somewhere deep inside to create that song because she was not feeling like the person she was talking about in the song. And I really loved that. I already loved her before, but she just finds new ways to make me love her. Right, <laughs> you know? right. so, she seems like such a beautiful soul. <laughs> so um, how she talked about just like feeling like she wasn't who she was describing. I identify with that. I identify with that deeply. Um, and it's funny because, you know, I like to call, claim myself to be self pretty self-aware. I feel like last year I went through a period of not being self-aware. So how Mm. you said you felt like you went through a period of lostness, that was my piece of lostness. Like, damn, I am depressed. Damn, I don't like how I look. Damn, my body really has changed and I've been in denial about it. Damn, damn, damn. Life is, you know, life is different now. Damn, my brain is foggy. You know, so 
I feel like I'm ready to take. I and I know we have to be uh, we have to be cautious when we say take things back or go back to who we were before. I know I'm never gonna. I'm okay now with the fact that I'm never gonna be who I was before. I I'm okay with that. At least I think I am. <laughs> and and I'm okay even down to my edges, child. My hair is not the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, my yeah. hair is no longer what it used to be. The texture is different. Mm-hmm. Little things like that has changed for me and changed my world Uh so now it's like i gotta find and i've talked about this with shout out to my cousin carla we've had deep conversations about how like even things like looking into what looks good on you now Uh because you try to do something that you used to do before and it just don't don't work work. yeah and all that stuff it just it just don't look the same no more. It don't look, it just, it don't fit. And so, you know, things like me straightening my hair more often now and stuff like that. Like I'm never going back to the creamy crack now. (laughs) I'm not going back to the creamy crack, but (laughs) I always going to, I'm always going to want to have the option to do different stuff with my hair. But I realized that's just not who I, I am anymore. Like with the curly hair all day, every day, 300, 65 at least not right this moment mm-hmm. um so uh the jaguar is coming back for what she wants and i think what's her name has described her jaguar as this too um victoria so oh. i guess i'm kind of picking picking off of what she said too but i i actually feel it in my spirit with what i just said earlier i do feel like i'm ready to take what i want i'm ready to pounce Mm-hmm. I'm ready to, you know, just reclaim, reclaim my time, mm-hmm. <laughs> reclaim my, mm-hmm. down to my birthday this year and Nazir's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're three days apart, but I'm about to highlight myself. Yeah, I need that. I need that this year. Yes. Um. Yes. So I'm I'm pouncing this year, not on some like oh having pissing matches with people because I do want to open myself up to learning. That's something I think me and you talked about late last year learning um you should never not want to learn you should never be the lifelong learner all that stuff i'm open to all of that like i'm just mad open in the jungle ready to take what's mine and reclaim my beauty and and just me reclaim my time i love that i love that for (laughs) me i am still building out what that person is i think um, when I'm looking at my vision board, I want to have like this timeless, soft, feminine, open and vulnerable, but also exudes confidence and power and just happy, like and comfortable within who I am at this moment. I think like that's the main thing that me and you both kind of like are very aligned on is not trying to go backwards, but not trying to think too far in the future, just enjoying the moments and celebrating where I am in this moment and being happy and comfortable within whatever this is. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yes, I'm excited for this new era of me because I feel like I have become her. I've been working on this lifelong journey of becoming her. I started that, I think, in 2022, I started like literally journaling out every day or every week um, mm. of becoming her. And I finally feel like I became her. And now I'm trying to maintain her. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like what happens when you become her? Right. You know? And I, that's, I think that's the space that I'm in right now. It's like, I have evolved and mm-hmm. I'm like looking back over at every now and then. I got I'll new look- wings. I, I yeah. 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 It, that's something. That's a. I mean, I guess that's this podcast, like right. evolving. Like, what happens when you evolve from the Charizard to the whatever? You know, like exactly. Like, what I, a new Pokemon you are now. Like, what do crazy. I do with these new powers and these new skills? Exactly. So I've been like looking back at some of the notes that I wrote, and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> she's different. <laughs> She's completely mm-hmm. different. So um, I'm just excited about all the things of what's that going to be. And I feel like, you know, being a mother definitely has shaped a lot of those things for the both of us. Um, so um, if you're comfortable sharing with how, you know, Nazir has kind of like shaped the person that you are, you can tell us a little bit about how that has shaped you. Yes. With Nazir, um, the, like some of the stuff that I was talking about with the hustle, you know, like we got to put his in, him in daycare, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> yeah, I want the best for my son. I want him to um to thrive. I want to set him up for success, um, and not just to survive to thrive, like I just said. And so, um, I want him. You know, I know I got to be realistic with what type of schools we put him in, but like we were talking about, like the schools with the cameras versus the schools that don't have it. We gonna have to pay the extra five, or whatever, as Martin would say. Uh-huh. We gonna have to pay that because we we want to be able to see our son and see what's going on and have access to him, peace of mind. All that all that you uh-huh. guys were saying in our in our little homegirl group chat. We gotta do it, and so whatever I need to do to accomplish that for him, that's what I'm. Gonna do. So yeah, I feel you. And for me, I think. Now, like, I think there's different stages when you have a child and my child is in the teenage stage. So um, (laughs) the teenage stage is a really, they say that Mm. you, you're not finished raising your kid by like, but the the foundation things happen before 12. And then after 12, they're going to be who Mm. they're going to be pretty much for the most part. So then Mm. I had to struggle with, and it's so funny because I, I think I doubted myself and my parenting skills so much. And then it would be moments where I would have um, moments with Eric and he'd be like, you have to trust the fact that you raised me right. And that you taught me right from wrong. And it's just, it'd be, it's a mind fuck. Hearing Eric a child. Been like that. Eric yeah. has always been like that. Man. You know? Yeah. So it's like, we were raising each other and mm-hmm. learning through each other from different. Li- it, it's, it's, it's a whole different world. <laughs> And, Mm -hmm. you know, but of course, at the end of the day, kids will still be kids and they'll still try you, you know, whatever the case may be. And they want to poke the little bear to see how far they can go. But um, I think with him now is we're in a such a different space because it's like, oh, now we're having like adult conversations. Like I, Mm -hmm. I'm now dating. So he'll come and sit on my bed after like, so how was the date? Like, did he pay? Like going through like the the typical questions, like this is my, my homie or whatever the case may be. And like 
him taking notes like okay so this is what you don't do and why that's what i was just gonna say i feel like he's taking notes mentally of what to do when he's grown Mm -hmm. yes and i feel like that's exactly what the conversations is kind of kind of like so and he listens to my conversations with my friends too so he's like hearing the the female gaze and seeing it from from that side but him being the male so it's i think becoming her and having raising a child at the same time a teenager that is becoming a a a man a young man is definitely oh my god i can't believe it i know i remember seeing him in your arms just this little glow worm just wrapped up and crying when i saw him like it's what i say to all y'all it's a fleshy extension of me you know like amazing it's different it's definitely different but i feel like it's for the better um he's definitely made me a better person yeah it was gonna happen eventually right he's a a baby that was gonna grow up exactly so all of these things are just it's, it's exciting to see the the new changes that we have made into our home and really kind of like seeing how we can always reset even like things don't go all the way that we the way that we expect or plan sometimes in life but knowing that we can always reset then that there's a next minute there's a next second there's a next day there's a next week having that thing to look forward to is really kind of cool to be able to change the way you want your life to look like <laughs> yeah yeah and with that being said you want to get into this philanthropy highlight yeah Right. So this week we're going to highlight the special philanthropy. And if you're an OG listener, we've actually highlighted these people before, but we thought it was very necessary to do it again. <laughs> why not? Because we've been talking about therapy and I feel like the reason why we had this episode is because everybody is trying to find different ways to reset. And um, sometimes you need to reset with the therapy, like Kel was talking about. Some people are resetting their diet. Some people are resetting their, their alcohol intake. Some people are getting sober. And with all of those things, therapy can help. Mm, yes, I came up with that off the top of my dome. Amen. And to break down what therapy, uh, Loveland Therapy Fund is, it is a fund that provides financial assistance to black women and girls seeking therapy nationally. So they have partnerships with therapy for black girls, as many of you have heard about national queer and trans therapists of color network, open path collective and black female therapists, Zen care and psychology today. So recipients of this financial assistance will have access to comprehensive lists of mental health professionals across the country, providing high quality, culturally competent, because, you know, sometimes you can't say the N word around just anyone um, (laughs) or cuss around just any therapist um, and feel heard and understood. Um, But yes, culturally competent. Uh, services to black women and girls uh, so the therapy sessions are usually costing an average of 80 to 200 per session and they have a previous selected uh, directory that increases the likelihood that per- participants are able to financially afford therapy after the end of four to 12 sessions supported by the loveland foundations therapy fund and we do they do this because black women and girls 
deserve access to healing and that healing will impact generations. We always talk about generational curses on this podcast often and just in our own personal conversations. And it's so true. I'm so proud of our generation and I would say Gen X as well too, really starting to tap more into um, therapy and just conversations around mental health in general mm-hmm. and just really you know, bringing that to the forefront because it helps us and it helps our children going forward. I agree. So we will make sure that we have that link on our Instagram page and we'll also have the link in our description as well because they also list how you will apply. And I'm going to be straight up. I think I'm going to apply to that as well because I did go on my own information, my own um, experience I tried to go on therapy for black girls, but my particular insurance did not cover a lot of the therapy for black girls that were uh, all the um, the therapists, excuse me, that were listed on therapy for black girls. So I would love to look into this for my particular situation as well. I love that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And so now we're going to go ahead and end the episode with our signature, you know, card game, (laughs) the Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations card game. And we have three categories. If you don't already know, we have pick a side, pick a side. (laughs) And so that's like, you know, you pick an option. Um, and then we have majority rules and then we have conversations. So I think I'm going to have us pick from pick a side since I keep saying the word pick and not that one. <laughs> Taking forever. Yes, okay. Okay. Maybe not that one either. <laughs> okay, this is lighthearted. So, who had the best clapbacks? Pam from Martin or Maxine from Living Single? Oh, that's a good one. So, mm-hmm. if I, it really kind of depends on the bag that I want to be in, you know? So, if I want to be in my like jokes with the homies bag, I'm going to go with Pam. And then if I want to be on my corporate clapback, which I love a good corporate mm. clapback, I'm going to go with Maxine, you know, because mm. I love an educated clapback. Something about that just, yes. I really want to like be better at that. Like I literally be Googling corporate clapbacks. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm right there with you. I think I'm going to, you know, I would have said Pam because Martin is my favorite like TV show, but as I get older, yeah. I would rather a corporate clapback in my, you know, my vernacular. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I want corporate clapback. Yeah. So Maxine is the winner. <laughs> <laughs> well, until Hi, next time, make sure y'all tune into us, our show at Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations on Instagram. And um, we will see you next time. On, yes. Did you say Spotify too? Oh, and Spotify. Excuse me. <laughs> My apologies. Yes. On Spotify. Yes. <laughs> More importantly. Then, I mean, this episode, we, we straight up, we didn't have video this week, but... <laughs> Um, we typically have video associated with our episodes and you can always see them on Spotify. You get the best listening um, experience on Spotify of the podcast and visual. 
So make sure that you listen to us on Spotify if possible. Subscribe to yeah, us, follow make us, sure you add us yes. alert, and make sure you take the quiz. Yes, take the daily or the weekly poll. <laughs> and we'll be back next time. Peace out and happy new year, happy everyone. New year. <laughs> it's a vibe.